Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. It's Sheehan for Colony Confidential. What's up, everybody? It's Joey Sauce, Colony Confidential. Just want to start out. Many of you probably heard or saw social media, a good friend to the family, as Ed would say, fellow PMP at arms. Marty Katz passed away about two weeks ago, and it was a sad day. Oh, Marty Katz. You want the history of Marty Katz, how I met him? I don't know about the history. He came to one of my classes. He asked a lot of good questions. He interrupted me a lot. I got a little annoyed, but I realized he had some good questions. And somehow we adopted him. The family took him in. He didn't have a family. Or if he, he did have a family. They, they we adopted him. Okay. He brought him into the fold. Jason from Ozane Pest, he said, I'm going to miss him making classes go longer. Marty was known at seminars <laughs> to ask a million questions and people would, you'd be hearing, shut up and whatever. But Marty was definitely hungry for knowledge and in true fashion, always wanted to get the job done. And that's why he asked all the questions. Yes, he could be annoying. I think Marty found a home with pest control where he felt like he was a good exterminator and was asking questions, reading books and stuff like that. And he was a kind man. He he bought my granddaughter a rather expensive crib when she was born. And I remember him bringing donuts for my daughter. It was sad in the end. He, it's always he sad suffering. in the end, but it was sad to see him suffer. He's not suffering anymore. Before I had kids, he said, when you have your first kid, I'm going to buy the bed, the crib. And knowing his economic status in life, because he spoke about it all the time, I don't want to say I didn't take him serious, but I wasn't going to ask him to pay for the crib because it just didn't seem right. And when I saw him at an event and told him I was having my first child, he was like, ah, oh, I got to buy the crib. And I was like, I'm oh, morning, don't worry about it. I already bought it. And he had saved up a significant, he said it's a thousand dollars good. And I said, it's, it's actually too much. And I told him the price and he just paid for it, which was completely unnecessary, but that's the type of man he was, so. Anyway, Marty Katz, we love you. We miss you. <laughs> you will be missed. Yeah. And you won't be forgotten. You're one of those guys that you just don't oh, forget. You will not be forgotten. <laughs> in the office, many years ago, we had a swear jar in the office. Oh, yeah. And everybody had to contribute. And Marty would come to the office. Describe a swear jar for those people that might not. When you cursed in the office, you had to put a quarter in the swear jar. Right. Marty was the biggest violator of that, and he was in the office the least. And so there's a picture on the wall still in the office, and it says wanted for foul language, and it's a picture of Marty. So Marty will live on in the colony offices <laughs> forever. You excited about Pest World? It's in a very bad place this year, and nobody really wants to go. It's in Hawaii. I'm excited because I think I'm going to learn. I'm going to get more knowledge. Oh, yeah. Always looking forward to... What's new, what's on the horizon, what we're going to do, how we're going to combat the rodent issue, especially given some of the rodenticide bans that are coming into legislation or trying to be passed in certain states already. We're looking forward to seeing everybody that we get to see there once a year. And as Ed would say, fun and knowledge. Yeah, fun and knowledge. Not only that, the whole fam is going. Yep, everybody. The other thing about Hawaii, <laughs> if you remember, it is the spam capital of the world, which happens to be one of Ed Sheehan's favorite foods. 
I wouldn't say it's favorite. I like it once in a while. And when I was a kid, we always had it once in a while. And uh, it was nice uh, sometimes instead of bacon. And anyway. And it, we did grow up eating it, which is funny. But there's every flavor, allegedly. You've seen Ed try sushi on some of these trips. Yeah, once. Are you doing any more travel? Oh, yeah. After we come back from Honolulu, I'm going down to Tennessee to catch some good country music and scope out the town. I don't even know the name of the town. Anyway, I'm going down there to meet my friend Rick. It was always a good time. And Did you mean Nashville? Yeah. Didn't I say Nashville? You said Tennessee, where they make the music. Yeah. Anyway, going down there for, I don't know, five or six days. Then it's back, Thanksgiving. Wherever we have Thanksgiving, if we have it together, you got to leave one chair vacant for Marty because he almost came for Thanksgiving, Christmas, any other holiday. Anyway, so after that, a couple of months resting up, I'm sure it'll be like day trips. Oh, a great place for winter around Christmas time is Clinton, New Jersey. Yeah. They got a waterfall in December. If the water's running, it might not freeze. We we were going to go to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, and we looked for rooms there about a month ago, and there's no rooms. What's Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania all about? That's a place that they have a big Christmas show throughout the whole town. It's a really cool place. Yeah, the holidays are basically upon us. We got our holiday dinner scheduled for December. We've been talking about it for years. When the team is happy, customers are happy. It's literally that simple. So we've been focusing probably for the past seven to 10 years on providing more for the team to make them happy. No, it's not always possible and you can't make everyone happy. But if the overall amount of people are happy, that's the goal. We have internal, many of you, I hope, have heard of NPS Net Promoter Score. So let me explain. The net promoter scores, when you send out a survey, some of you may track it through your reviews, but a net promoter score is basically asking your customer how you're doing and getting a score back and using that data to make the customer experience better. The other piece to that is internal. So some people will call it ENPS, Employer Net Promoter Score. We call it a TNPS, Team Net Promoter Score. And every quarter we send out a survey to the team asking them questions about their position at the company, how they like it. There's questions varying from, did you receive the proper amount of training? How do you feel? And what level of knowledge do you have? Then there's other questions like, do you feel someone uh, in management at the company cares about you? Something along those lines. There's questions about work specific as far as like how to do the job physically and, and, and the logistics of whatever position you're in. But then there's also personal questions about how they're doing and how they're feeling at the company. So it helps. We have made some changes based off it. So all that to say, take care of the team. In other words, as I was told many years ago, you got to take care of the horses that are pulling the wagon. Yeah. So do we know what events we're having? There's one taking place later this week. I think it's going to be at the new spot that Tiger Woods and Justin Timberlake just opened in the city. What's it called? I can't remember the name of it. 
but it's obvious. It's a sports theme. They have bowling. They have Ooh. golf simulators, dogs. So, inquiring minds want to know: Have you been messing with artificial intelligence? I, I did some stuff. Did you write any sonnets? No, I didn't write anything. I was looking at whatever is GP GT something or other dot com. Chat GPT. C C H A T is that it? Chat GPT. GPT. Chat GPT. Anyway, no, I haven't. To be honest with you, have you have have you tried it? Yeah, we've written a non disclosure agreement. We've written. Some processes, the team is playing with it. Well, lawyers are going to go on strike. You keep that crap up. Who cares if the lawyers good for them? Let them go on strike. If it's okay, they could go. They made it. enough money in their lives now, no? I don't really care. Tom Mitchell is not with us anymore. The good attorneys are going to figure out how to make this make money, and the shitty ones aren't. So who cares? Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Listen, every industry has their challenges, and it's what you do when you're faced with that challenge. We talked about it with Lawn and James. If you don't do anything with artificial intelligence, the chances of you Left being in, left the dust. in the dust are high. No matter what industry we spoke about, how it's a disruptor across the world and across all industries and all parts of life, it's never been more true than with artificial intelligence is to understand it, do your best to figure out how it's going to affect you personally, certainly business-wise, and maneuver and change accordingly, right? Or don't and potentially get phased out. That's really, that's the meat and potatoes of it. Either you're in it or you're not. And I know there's a lot of one-man operators, and I think you won't be affected. Most one-man operators are doing private homes and small commercial establishments. You may lose a few accounts, but I think you'll, your business will be intact. But, but if you want to expand, you should be careful because the chances of that be it, I would say that's 50% of the small businesses, one person operators, two people, whatever the case is, it's going to be tough because artificial intelligence is something you should still be paying attention to. I spoke to somebody the other day in our industry, been in the industry at least 15 years that I know of, still doing paper tickets, services, uh, old school services, some iconic properties and it's still on paper tickets and what's happening a, another company went in and is talking about scanning and trending reports and electric rodent monitoring so that's what's going to end up happening even if you're doing those small businesses i'm going to be able to go in and say here's what i'm going to do artificial intelligence is going to help me lower my price because we all know that the smaller companies can provide a service at a lesser price because of the overhead that a larger company has. But now artificial intelligence can change that and potentially the larger company could come Maybe in. Maybe it could change it a lot or change it to some degree. When we were servicing uh, a large cell phone chain in the whole New York and New Jersey market, we had a very low price per store and a national company came in and sold the whole country at a base price of $55 per store, no matter the size of the store. We couldn't compete with that price. If a $2 billion company is doing that without artificial intelligence, why aren't they going to be able to do it 
even better. One of the biggest pieces in service businesses, the people that are not producing. So your customer service reps, your office people that aren't selling. If artificial intelligence can eliminate an office position, which it can, and it probably will. Artificial intelligence can eliminate the office position, saves the company X, right? Now, whatever it is, let's say $20 an hour, $20 an hour is about 41000 a year before taxes and benefits. That's $65,000 that you save now. Whatever the artificial intelligence piece costs, I doubt it costs $65,000. let us just say it costs cost twenty five. Yeah. Now you're saving forty grand, right? Yeah. So if you want to go after those businesses at a lower rate, you can. How many jobs is artificial intelligence going to create? D- correct. Different types of jobs. Yes, I agree. I remember one of my employees, one of my favorite employees, he was... 20 years older than me at the time. And we were talking about putting guys on the moon. <laughs> and uh, it was a waste of money because what are they learning from this? So I, and I sent them out to probably get something out of it. They got a lot out of it. So I don't think it put anybody out of job when they shot people to the moon, but it was something new and different that none of us had. I never envisioned it as a kid. You had Captain Video and his video ranges on TV. Well, you got Dick Tracy. Now I can talk to you through my phone. Right. Who would have thought it? You remember Dick Tracy and Sam Catchum? And who's the name? Tess Tracy? I don't know. Dick but Tracy, Dick Tracy his, might be the... Two-way wrist radio? Yeah. I don't, don't go down too much of a rabbit hole. You'll lose a good amount of the audience. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great point. Artificial intelligence is going to give and take jobs. But my point was, I think no matter what size business you are, you need to pay close attention to this and at the very least, try and see how you think it's going to affect your industry. We already know basically how it's going to affect pest control and the service industry. We know that currently we're not going to be able to replace the service technicians and we think that's a good thing. We're not looking to replace humans. We do believe that it's going to help us be more efficient and we're looking forward to that because efficiency is key. I think it makes everybody happy. The whole entire chain of team members, once you're efficient, everybody just feels better and production is better. And it just adds to an all around happy mood. So back to Pest World, I hope somebody is bringing something to the game, aside from all these software companies, CRMs that just push shit out without testing it and then tell you, oh, we've never heard of that happening before. Yeah, because you pushed it out too quick without proper testing. So I'm not looking forward to any of the current software companies with all their bullshit. But if you remember, Lorne and Search Kings has their new uh, offering where they analyze marketing on your ads online and basically helps you figure out what your real bang for your buck is. Make sure that you check them out to find out more about that. Imagine you could do that. Imagine back in the days when you had your yellow pages right you used to have to analyze that where you're calling from where you're calling from now you have um artificial intelligence that captures all that information you you see where you're making money or where you're wasting money on that yeah and speak to search kings more about this but part of what they're doing is analyzing the call and basically saying all right caller x didn't buy because they were shopping or they, they're price-oriented, or your CSR failed 
let's say you're paying to Google guarantee $35 per lead, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the true cost per lead? No, there's other factors that come into it. First of all, if you're paying $35 per lead, you get 10 leads and you only close 50%, then it's really $70 just in Google guarantee. And there's other things to factor into that. Um, but it starts to break all that down for you. It's been a crazy October. It's only going to be even more fun getting ready the long flight to Hawaii, Pest World. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You? I don't know if I'm going to have time for it, but I'm going to try. Yes, I am. I hope we have a few minutes to go down to see the Arizona and the Missouri and whatever. But I'm um, sure that will be figured out for us. You think so? Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I know, but I, I yeah, we're see, just going to have to want to see. A, I don't know how many of the guys we know, the reps and stuff, because they're all East Coast guys. You're going to get a lot of West Coast guys going there. I think you'll be surprised at how many people are there, but I think that's a good point, and that's when we can do our sightseeing. When we used to when when we used to do all of the bars and dinners and stuff, we can just take that time. How often are you on that side of the world anyway, right? So we could do the day. We're gonna have to plan our schedule appropriately at Pest World. And we'll go to artificial intelligence and they'll tell us. I was just thinking when you were talking about artificial intelligence and what it does, I said, I can see the day someone walks out of their house. And you go to, yeah, he just left right now. Somebody's watching. And then they got this stuff. I was reading. They can. If you're watching TV, they can tell what you're doing. How often you've been on TV and whatever. That's been forever, though. I'm a little behind schedule. Maybe go get one of Marty Katz's TVs. There's probably no technology in those. No. I heard you were up there. Marty left you a brass bed as well. I don't know if he did, but there's, I, I love the guy, but there, I can't take something like that from, I wouldn't be able to sleep on it. It's just, it's, I don't know, I wouldn't be comfortable. So you want it? You can have it. I have enough beds. Yeah. I'm just afraid, I think, for a different, I'd be in that bed and all of a sudden, hey, hey. all of a sudden you just start hearing, whoa. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, so where are we? Artificial intelligence, Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah, we spoke about Marty. Then you want to? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to two of my friends. One, Paul Carbino. He was a rep for, I'm not going to Paul was a rep forever. His latest thing was with Paragon. He was a legend in the tri-state area. I remember he gave us one of the best seminars. The seminar was lecture on on roaches. The guy was fun to be around, always had a smile. And I saw a picture of him a week ago. He's still smiling. And I'm glad for that. And Paulie, if you hear this, I love you. And one thing we had in common, we had similar hair dues. And the other guy wanted, I don't know if anybody in pest control knows him, and I'm glad. And reason I'm glad is he was great to work with, and he worked for a company that had a lot of accounts. And wherever he was there, he usually took us with him. And he's just a good guy to hang out with. So Donald O'Toole had triple bypass, fellow traveler like me, and he's recovering and he's bitching because he's 
He can't get up and run around. And I know the feeling. I told him it's three months. <laughs> it's three months of that shit. Anyway. Shout out to Donald. Donald, Donald O'Toole. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. And that's about it. Don't forget to check out The Art of the Phone Call, AOPC, theartofthephonecall.com. We call it AOPC. It's all about customer service training. Yeah, so we're excited. We're getting ready for Honolulu. Full week ahead of us. It should be exciting and it'll be fun because the grandkids are there. So we have those young minds that will be enthralled. It's a soulless old mind. <laughs> With Hawaii, never been there before, but um, should be a good time. Hopefully, probably see a few friends. Everybody's a friend, but friends from the old days. I don't see them too much on trips like this. I'll make new friends. It's a long flight. It's about 11 and a half hours. Yeah. Time to get on the plane and drink heavily. All right. So <laughs> thanks again for listening. Make sure you check us out on all social media, the art of phone call.com webinar we did with Margaret Garcia from Grip PPO, as I would say, fun and knowledge. Yeah. We done? Yeah. How do you sign off, Hamlet? I'm waiting for you to stop talking. I Mr. stopped when you asked if we're done. Yeah. Right. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. It's Shane for Colony Confidential. Until we meet again, God bless you. I think that went well.